Can't get enough of Cthulhu and Cairo? Join our Patreon for as low as $3 per month to access special features and bonus content. You can find us online at patreon.com slash thebardiccollege. You're listening to a 7th edition Call of Cthulhu podcast titled Cthulhu in Cairo, brought to you by the Bardic College. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe to the show to receive notifications as our future episodes release. You can visit us on Facebook at the Bardic College. Viewer discretion is advised. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to Cthulhu in Cairo. I'm Raj, your keeper, and I'm joined here tonight uh, by the whole team. And we have Joel playing Sid, Mel playing Faye, Catherine is being played by Lauren, Kayla is playing Aveline Hammond, and Professor John Schooley is played by Scott. Uh, so for the listeners at home real quick, Venice 1349, the team has found themselves transported back via spell of black magic performed by Catherine uh, with the help of the lady in the box, as she said. She wore her through the ritual. They're here and they're trying to outwit Arturo and help his banished sister Noemi give him final death. Uh, and our, the Giovanni clan are vampires that reside in Venice and it's time for them to collect the second item of power, which they believe Noemi has, and knock Arturo off his pedestal. So that's kind of where we are right now, and we'll pick it up. So the team wakes up. Uh, Markham is not there when you awake, though. Probably frequenting a local tavern. He's up to something. Uh, and remember, he is a ship's captain, so he does have some things and people I'm sure he has to meet with. Uh, maybe there was news of an incoming ship of a friend that he was trying to, you know, follow up on. And you all did come in very, very late. So uh, the, the lady says that... enough to be on a beck and call? You, you, hmm. you, well, you haven't paid him anything yet. You keep telling him it's an ingot, but you keep shaving pieces off of it. And he, he just weeps. No, we, we showed him the second ingot. <laughs> we showed him? Yeah. We did. I know. It's like it's showing a teenager car, car keys and then go clean the garage. Oh. And the patio. Oh, and <laughs> eventually, well, I'm not going out tonight. <laughs> well, with this level of service, that ingot's getting shaved down already. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Just she hand it to Aveline. Let him wake up in the morning and he's not there. Let Aveline t- deal with the costs. She'll she'll get him for dirt cheap. <laughs> Aveline's our, our resident tip master from Berlin. We found you know, out. All my spies don't require payment, so I forgot what it was like to have people help you for money. She's our local, she's um, what we like to refer to as our accountant. Yeah. I would like everyone to know that the Reflections annual income is actually only 10,000 pounds per year, but she lives in that giant mansion just because she's, she, she just knows how to coupon. 10,000 pounds a year mansion. pretty good. For back then, you're doing all right. All right. International so, travel, the whole bit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so the lady has some just bread, lout, you know, a little bit, little bit of hard cheese. Wine, not the good stuff yet because it's the morning. We don't drink good wine in the morning. We drink okay wine and uh, some grapes and other fruit that she could put together for the money that Markham had for her. Uh, you guys quickly just eat and uh, what do you want to do? Um, I ask her if uh, if she's from, if she's aware of where Mr. Markham was heading off to. He to meet um, to meet a friend, um, another sailor who he said he had business with um he said Maybe he'd be back the i think so I, I mean most sailors don't come too far into the city they uh, the polizia try to keep the guards try to keep them in close to that area as much as possible uh, especially right now because although they would have been uh, through quarenta still seeing them move about the city and causing problems 
the guards tend not to like that. If uh, if we, I'm saying to the others, if we want to go check out that ship, we're going to need its help, most likely. Maybe we just go down to the docks and we'll see him. And, you know, yeah. we'll come across him and... We can peek into the local pubs or what have you. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, maybe w- through some weird twist of fate, because stranger things have happened, maybe the man he's gone to see is the captain of that weird ass AWAS boat. Because, you know, weird things happen. Because wouldn't that be fantastic, right? Would it- up there with Mr. Squiggles on the front there. Are we all born born under such a lucky sign? I am not sure. But well, okay. I like your positive thinking, Kate. It's I I had a really good like you slept 20 well minutes. last night. Really good <laughs> twenty minutes. It's also the wine at eight a.m. That's right. <laughs> Foot so, red. Now you've reminded me that I'm actually a bitch. So let me like bring that back for you. <laughs> I, I hate to disappoint. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> All right, let's um, let's let's go. Let me put <laughs> on my rest. I have to put on my resting Catherine face. <laughs> Let me <laughs> wrap up the charcuterie. Let's go, people. Lauren, it's it's a uh, place that you're renting a room from. You don't take leftovers from the house. This isn't a restaurant. The woman's what? watching. The woman's watching you pack up the rest of the bread and cheese, and she's like, "That was my lunch." <laughs> it's, you're not. <laughs> You don't. You're oh, not save her off a little bit. You're really? not staying at a Hampton Inn where you can just smack a couple muffins into a napkin and walk out the front door. What? I'm shocked. <laughs> you know, as I see as I see Kate wrapping up and I see her face in dismay, I do pull out a couple. You know, some of the bills that the uh, that uh, the captain had given to us, and I kind of I kind of peel off you know three or four bills, and I'm like, you know, for your trouble, man, you know, milady. For your trouble, it's a it's half a loaf of bread and some cheese, John. We might we're probably gonna I, I need think those it was tonight. For lunch, yes. In a plague exactly. city, you're lucky to have Which that. Is, and and you're right. I mean, we're heading out to the island. I mean, Noemi might. I mean, do people like her eat? You know, I mean, there may not be anything for us. We may actually want to. Yeah, team yeah, mom yeah, is being helpful. Oh, She's yeah. good, and I'm watching your back, team mom. By thank you, paying for the behind Thank you. Let's go. We'll All right. smooth the path in your wake <laughs> with money. <laughs> Just throwing coins left and right. So yeah, you make your way down towards the docks, and sure enough, uh, Markham is coming back from that direction. Oh, my friends, you've awoken from your slumbers. Have you broke fast? Uh, yeah. We have. We have. It was most we excellent. Have. Excellent. Most excellent. Excellent. Yeah. So, what are your, what's on the agenda today, my good friends? Might I have well, another look at that ingot, John? Um, it, it's wrapped up right now, but uh, um, so are my we, nerves. Uh, hidden yes. in a hidden in a delicate place. Hopefully, our business is going to be wrapped up here soon, and we'll be able to finish and and square away all of our dealings, uh, oh, Captain. Excellent. Um, but this morning, um, we have need... Right now, we're heading out. So if you could, just come with us, sir. Oh. We have need to go talk to a captain down at the docks. Oh, lead the way, sir. Lead the way. I was just coming back from there myself. Had a small constitutional and ran into an old friend. So you make your way towards the docks. Yeah, you get there. And surprise, surprise, the boat is still there. So the AWOS is sitting at dock. 
they are using cranes to start to load cargo uh, into the boat itself, but you see only a few crewmen on the deck and one gentleman down, a, like probably a harbor master. He's dressed in Venetian-looking garb. Uh, he's making some notations on a board uh, with a small quill and inkwell, and he's writing things down as as these um, just pivot cranes with a counterweight. Uh, you know, are bringing large crates up to the top and a few sailors are pulling things off. I asked the captain if he could go talk to the, you know, harbor master or whomever to see if he might be able to find the captain knowing that he's busy, if it's at all possible to arrange for us to speak with him for a few minutes. Of course, of course. Yeah, he walks, he says, you can join walks, me, sir. Uh, well, while he's heading off, I'll say, well, wait here. Kate, what is it that you want to find out? Maybe why the ship is named... Yeah, there we go. That I'm Catherine is rather uncomfy standing under the shadow of Awas. We can go down to the stern. No, it's fine. No, like where's it coming from? Why is it named this? Like what's its cargo? What's it doing here? You know, just the What's the mascot there. on the ship? Yeah, yeah. Let's ask that. Home port, maybe? Yeah. Uh, ships ships are often associated in their naming and tradition with where they sail out of. All excellent questions. I'm so glad that I have all of you this morning. About 15 minutes later, he's waving down at the, you know, towards where the, the berth is of the ship. And he's, sir, sir, you hear off in the distance. Please, come hither. So hither. The, the group heads to the down, I would take it. And uh, he says, sir, but you can tell he's not just jesting for one of you. And yeah. you make your way down and the harbor master walks away. But this gentleman of about five foot four, five foot five, yeah, about five four, swarthy. Uh, dark hair, dark eyes, fairly decently dressed, um, but you can tell the clothes, while of some quality, they are for working. Uh, he's made to, you know, he's looking to perform a duty every day, and he has a manual type of job, even though he's got a smart vest on and he wears shoes. He's he's good enough off to be able to afford clothes that would be sturdy and durable, but yet still have fashion. So that kind of a thing. He walks up, and Markham says... My good friends, my good friends, meet the captain of the AWAS, Ashim Kalzani. Sir, do you speak uh, the native tongue? Do you speak uh, any English, any Italian? Yeah, he starts, he's saying this in Italian. Lo and behold, the guy says, "My have some English if we speak slowly, sir. And he's like, excellent, excellent. My friends, we have an English-speaking captain. How rare! Did you, uh, have you served time on an English vessel? For a time, a second mate to a Dutch ship. We had several Englishmen aboard who taught me mm, the words that I can speak. Excellent, excellent! So, what is it you needed to say to them? He's very obviously from Egypt, correct? Like Here's I can... Egyptian, mm-hmm. Can I try speaking to him in Egyptian Arabic? I'm oh, fine. absolutely. Do you want me to make a roll for nope. that, or no? Excellent. Yeah, my I'm a. Well, I'm, go, you know what? What's what is your Egyptian? Sixty-five. Go ahead and make a roll. I mean, it's over That's half. Yeah, it is pretty good. That's pretty good. As long as you're over half, conversation should be pretty normal. Yeah, because my my English is a, is sixty. So you stutter well. in English, but you speak fluent Egyptian. No. <laughs> That's fine. So, so, no, really the game says that it's it's hard phrases or thoughts beyond, like 30 and under, you can get by with where's the bathroom, stuff like that. At 50 and over, you're pretty conversational. At 65 or 70 and over, you're teaching it. 
Like that, you're almost a master of the language. So yeah, it's it's fine. You it, at sixty, I thought you were pretty high. Just go ahead and speak. Yeah. So I just kind of look at him and I say in Egyptian Arabic, I go, "Would you prefer to speak your mother tongue?" He looks at you and he says, "I can speak with you like this. The dialect is slightly broken to me, but I, I can understand you, ma'am. What, Miss? What is? How do you speak my language?" My name is Faye. I'm a world traveler. I've been to your area many times throughout my life. And your husband is okay with you traveling the world? I am unfortunately unmarried, sir. I uh, lost my husband. These are my companions. No children? No, I would prefer not to speak of that. I'm just curious. We're curious about your ship um, and its name. Could you tell me where it comes from? Uh, It is uh, an Egyptian ship. Uh, I was not the first son of the family. My older brother received most of the family inheritance, purchased this ship, and three years ago he was lost at sea. I I'm inherited very sorry it. for your loss. It is, the sea is a dangerous place. Good sailors, and if they make the right amends, they can usually get home safely if they are careful. Unfortunately, he did not. Believe in the best sailors. The, the ocean's very unforgiving. I'm sure you know that. Where did the name come from? I do not know. He, When he bought the vessel, it was already named Awas. Just bad luck to change the name of a boat. Oh, of course, of course. You've heard no legends about where the name might have come from? Just assumed it was the name of a woman. Many boats are named after her, and I assumed someone who was jilted by her because of the look of the bow. Yeah, what does the bow look like again? I don't remember. Shock into face. A oh. female with a tentacled face. Oh, you said shocktold, though, right? Mm-hmm. Looks like that, the way uh, Catherine has described it, yes. From the visions that Catherine had? Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. It's freaking shocktold. And also from my yep. research and everything. Okay, so what were the other questions that everyone wanted to ask again? I'm obviously translating all this yeah. as I'm going. So everybody Everybody knows, can speak normally um, to me. I'll assume okay. Faye's translating yeah. it. So he doesn't seem to have a lot of information. Oh, is there is there someone... Here's a question. Is there someone on the boat who worked with your brother, who may be able to tell us more about that legend, if you wouldn't mind translating for him. Or, oh, Faye could just speak Egyptian to him. What legend do you speak of? What legend? I don't understand. I say legend. I meant story about how the ship got its name. I meant story. I apologize. um, The second mate served with my brother for a time, but he has never mentioned anything about the boat's name. I could ask him. Yes, we would... We would like to talk about him. We've heard mentions of the name. That's why we're so interested in this famous ship. So Famous? She she is a, mer- a merchant vessel. Why is she famous? Where do you all hail from? I, I'm, I don't understand. These questions seem odd to me. There are many about the name of my boat. What does the name mean to you? Uh, I ask him, you know, what his fortunes have been on this ship. Has it, has, you know, has the ship... Uh, has a ship and the crew proved uh, fortunate in, and, and profitable for him? Well, we were making a living until this particular run. We were hired by the, the vizier, one of the servants to the caliph, to come to Venice and pick up an important passenger. And we are waiting on their arrival. So this trip is going to be quite lucrative for us. An important passenger? Yes, a woman. Uh, we need to we need to tread carefully. She's okay. somewhere from Saxony, um, the north of Italy. A great lady, supposedly, that is supposed to go back to the caliph. 
why I do not know. He has a hundred beautiful women. Why would he need another one? But so is the such is the way of men with money. I am right. fortunate to only have one wife. Some people could, don't get any. Could we, um, Faye? Could you ask him carefully what her what her name is, just so we happen to have that information? That's what I was thinking. I'm just trying to think of a way to yeah, put maybe, it. Maybe ask if she's famous. Is it someone famous? Someone. Someone that we know is, is this a great honor for you? That kind of thing. Well, the yeah. honor is to be hired by the Caliph's men personally. I don't know Maybe. what kind of lady she is, but I doubt the Caliph would have me come all this way for just a girl. I mean, I'm sure she's girls you can get for pennies. I can anywhere, any country I stop in. But to bring a ship specifically here, uh, to ask me to pick up cargo and this woman? Let's let's ask him the the home port that the ship sails out of, so we have that for record. You know, he said Egypt, but he didn't say this. The town. Basically, what I'm thinking of is any point of information that we can use to research when we get back home. Okay. Yeah, he gives you the. It's Alexandria was at the top of the Nile, right? Well, all right, we'll use Alexandria, but yeah, bottom of the uh, Nile, the top of the Nile. Exactly. I'm sorry, bottom of the Nile. Correct. The Nile. So confusing. So we know the port city. By chance, would he share with us her name? It's just, it's just a very curious thing to us. Ask him. This woman that you speak of, the one that you deliver, she must be very, she must be a lady or a highborn woman or royalty even. Do you have, do you know who she is? Yes. Um, you know, perhaps you've even heard if she is in town. She's supposed to be escorted here. Her name is Katharina Rosenborg. Hmm. Katharina Rosenborg. Does that name sound familiar to me? Yeah, or to me, the other history buff. Nope. Catherine looks rather like the the color just drains from her face. Can we go? Are you okay? I turn I around. I feel a sudden call of nature. Can we go now? Your friend, she is not well? No, I am woman thing. So unwell. Gotta go. She's Love um, you. I, I turn. I think it comes to the same conclusion and like she goes after Okay. Yeah, I, I turn to the captain. I assure him that um, she just feels faint, you know, being in the sun, being women. We are just so weak, and we just can't handle our corsets. Um, she just needs to retire. Um, I Excuse her, please. There's nothing else that we want to ask him, right, before um, we leave. I think we got as much info as we're going to get out of him. Unless we want to talk to the, the second mate. I mean, you guys can. I don't know. Um, so Catherine's like visibly, she hears that name and is visibly upset. Mm-hmm. Appears to be. Yeah, it's not um, clicking in Faye's head yet, like why she just thinks like the ship is just the name and like she just feels weird. So she just went off. So she's in the back of her head. She's like, all right. Yeah, she's Catherine a Ross in the United States. So it's probably a derivative of somebody else or something else. I kind of tug at Sid's elbow and point out and point over to Catherine. You know, Sid's, Sid's usually the appointed uh, Catherine sitter, so... Well, that's true. <laughs> well, Mike, thank you for your good time. I, I must take care of the lady here. Come on, Kate. Let's get you back home. I sweep her up in my arm and carry her away as she's punching me in the face. That's <laughs> <laughs> a girl. I just turn again to the captain, just trying not to make us look weird, and I go, her gallant husband, how sweet of her. He dotes on her so. So yeah. Sid and Catherine went back to the room, right? Well, I don't. Uh, is, were you guys actually going to walk all the way back to the, the oh, room? No. Or, yeah. No, just getting just out of like sight. Out of the just, way of the giant boat. 
yeah. getting some fresh air away yeah. from it. Yeah, yeah. So the rest of you go around the corner and you see them. It's that's fine. Yeah, I just kind of look at her and I'm like, you all right? What happened? It wants me. It, it wants me. The, the, boat. The, cap, the captain? I don't think he was being that forward with you. No, no, no. The boat. What was it? The Khalif? The, the, the guy? The, he ordered me like a mail order something. Like, God, that is bad uh, news. How, how do you know it's you? Oh my God! Do I do I have lobsters crawling out of my ears? No, Katarina Rosenberg, Catherine Ross, it's Awas the ship. How many women from Saxony, England, are? I'm not even from England. My God! No, but Saxony your roots. Is not in England. But Saxony is the Germanic area. Well, Germanic. Oh yeah. Well, you. Yeah. But that's I'm okay because not... that's that's the origins of the English people. So <laughs> yeah. this is your I'm not... this is your familial roots, Catherine, and. This She's is a sturdy us a lot. throat herder. It's not, it's not necessarily you at this time, but it definitely could be a family member of yours. Oh my this God. could be something well, we connected can't... with your ancestry for, for centuries. Well, if that's the case, we can't give her to this guy. I'm sorry, great, great, great grandma. This is an awful big coincidence for Catherine. This is really creepy. But what I'd like everybody to do is give me a psych roll and let me know if you pass or fail. That is a four, a critical success for John. That right there is a failure. That's a failure, bad yep. failure. I got a two. Okay, so everybody but Sid passed their psych check. Oh no, Keeper, look at the chat. Catherine failed. No, I'm not worried about Catherine. Oh. Catherine, this was about Catherine. Sid? Oh good. You don't believe it. It's just making no sense to you. Like, there's just, she's overreacting. This can't be right. You know, it's just a weird thing. It's not serendipity. It's not synchrony. It's nothing like that. This is just a name. You're overreacting, cat, and you need to get your shit together type of thing. The rest of you can understand why she's freaked. How much you want to buy into it is depending on you. But you believe well, she believes it. This will be an easy enough genealogical check when we get back. As long as the family kept some records or there was the record of a, an easy one, 1349. All we have to do is, all we have to do is trace her, trace her roots to Rosenberg and the Saxonies. Oh, once uh, you have that, then it would be a pretty good assumption. Yeah, exactly. I bet that would be a very good thing to call your uncle out about. He would probably, well, unless that's on. No, Banks is my mom's side. Right. So. You mean Ross? No, um, Ross could be a derivative of Rosenberg, so that would be down for the picture. Yeah, um, I meant uh, my uncle is from my mother's side. Correct. Okay, gotcha. All right, well... My God, this is super uncomfortable. I don't think that we should stop her from going. What if she... What? Hey. what? No! That's, no, listen, listen to me. That's undoing a lot of history. We don't know if this was supposed to happen. We don't know if this is his, like, what if this is some weird, like, what if, what if not doing this is better? What if not doing this is better for everybody in the long run, specifically me? And what if you maybe you're just making too much out of this and it's really nothing? What? Like, you know, you do have a tendency to be just a bit dramatic, dear. How it, about, it, it just happens what? to be a woman whose name is, is sort of like yours. Okay. Somebody with a history background. Somebody who... You two, I point to Schooly and, and Faye. Are not names today. 
modern names, short version. Especially American names. Yeah. Sid. American yeah. names are, are bastardized versions of their European counterparts. And Ross. Uh, sure, I get that, but I think you're reaching here. I think. But I you think you have that, somebody you know, with a got the exact name. same name. You have somebody with the same name being put upon a boat that has been you know, named after the same thing that has been affecting our our poor Miss Ross here. I, no. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's the same thing, but I'm saying it is definitely a weird coincidence. A coincidence, yes, but I just don't buy it. It's just it's too convenient. I'm sorry. I'm glad that you think that this is too convenient. And after all that we've been through together, that you are not gonna support me. This is I am I am support you. I carried you halfway across Europe. Well let's let's all just calm down. So carry me a little bit further and help me find this woman and stop her ass from getting on that boat. I don't know. Emmeline grabs her by the shoulders and gives her a bit of a shake, like, calm down. You're losing your head. And with my 65 strength, I think it jostles her a bit. The girl's oh, yeah. been losing her head since London. Like, I understand. And I, like, I look at her. I'm like, Kat, honey, you know that I, I, al- I will always support you. And if you want to go look into Katarina Rosenberg more, I will. But I don't think that you should be meddling with this. I think that it might put you in danger in the long run. It might put us in danger. We already have things that we're here to do. I, I think that... When we go back to present-day Venice, and when we travel to the Abbey that my father told me about, I think that we can find help for not only me, but you as well. So, oh, that this is, um, I, I finally understand how tennis balls feel being smacked around back and forth. I've got support coming from one end, tough love another. I have, I, Aveline put her hands on me. This is, oh, I know how tennis balls must feel. And you know what we're going to find when we get back, Miss... Miss Faye, light of my life. Do you know what we're going to find when we get back to 1931? We're going to find that a Katarina Rosenberg was shipped off to some foreign country, Egypt or whatever, and that she was sacrificed and split open and her guts all spewed over the carpet for some freaking AWOS guy. That might be just a tad irrational, just a bit, you know, maybe a foot or two past beyond crazy. Well, since it's happened, I don't think... It's crazy to suggest that it's happening or could happen again. If anything from the past couple of months has taught me, anything that has happened to us has taught me something. We were all pushed into the situation together. Your, whoever this woman is, could have caused Faye's future, Sid's future, John's future, and even your future. We can't risk screwing with that right now. When we don't even know if this connection exists. We didn't check that there was a Katarina Rosenberg in your family tree before coming here. I wouldn't mess with anything. Leave it, let it lie. I don't think there's anything we can do about it. There's, there's five of us here and, and, you know, strangers in a strange land. You know, uh, this, this is obviously an important woman that's being escorted here. She's going to have, you know, at this time, you know, in this city, she's going to be surrounded by a cadre of guards, probably keeping the riffraff distant from her and what have you. This captain's not going to let anything happen once she's in his charge. I just don't see we're in a position to do anything about it. Gathering as much information as we can, because we do have the beautiful hindsight of history as we go back home, could certainly help us when we return home. Catherine takes a deep 
like, you know, calming, like stealing herself breath in, slowly clocks eyes with each individual as she speaks. We better not change a single thing. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear now, then. I I will put this to bed. I will let it go. Let's not be heroes. Let's not make any rash decisions. No, we're here to do a job. Kill the fucking guy. And let's go home. No side missions, no bullshit, no nothing then. If you guys don't think that this is important enough to look into further now, to pursue now, then we pursue nothing. It's not a matter of if it's important. It is important, Catherine. It's trips my, you know, trips my stuff, you know? This is a shocking revelation in my book. I just don't but think I, that we can safely do it. What are we capable of doing exactly, Faye? There's nothing we're capable of doing. That doesn't preclude us if we're find some other situation that, you know, demands this attention or that attention that we're capable of doing. Doesn't preclude us from doing that. You um, can't put an ultimatum on us just because yeah. you're a little upset. I cannot even imagine what you're going through. No, you can't. You can't. And ultimatums, that was not an ultimatum. That was simply a, you know, hey, we're not doing, like, we shouldn't be doing anything then. I believe that is what is, that's the definition of an ultimatum. I, I'm siding with Abby here. That, that is exactly no. an ultimatum. No, that's not an ultimatum. That's a definition. No. If I don't get what I want, nobody gets anything. No pudding for dessert. No. I, is that? All right. Listen, listen, hey, listen. If, if we entertain what you're saying, right, where would you take this? What would you do? We have a plan that we have to do today. Would you push all that back? Try to find these forefather, as it were, and stop that now. What, what would your plan be? Give me something rational, Kate. Talk to me. Be a nurse for 10 minutes. Take the emotion out of it. What would you do? Give me a plan to buy into. Try to find this woman, convince her that it's a very bad idea to go on the ship. And then what? But we've got all the other stuff going today. Do we push all that back then? Is that what you're saying? We put all that back and now we take care of this. Because she'll be gone tomorrow. If you're right, she's gone tomorrow. So we have to deal with it now. Give me give me a full plan. Think of it over. I'll give you five minutes. I'll walk away. Huh. And you tell me what you want to do. And if it's good, I'll do it. And if you're nuts, I'll tell you you're nuts. And I'll still like you. It's comforting. <laughs> it's the best you're going to get, babe. I, I want to set fire to the boat. I'm not going to. Because that's not a good idea. That's also a fey idea, so I'm really happy that you're not going to do that. The, the keeper just um, gave me a thumbs up. Nope. So. Wooden boats were awfully flammable. Exactly. No, we could just we could just set fire to the whole thing. Yes, yeah. let's set fire to something when we're already wanted by demons, possibly the police in this time, and we're about to infiltrate an island. Let's draw more attention to ourselves. So are you saying as we wander out into the water this afternoon that we're just going to go by the boat gently and set one of the ropes on fire and keep going and slowly fade away as it, as it starts to spark and hope that it burns to the ground? Is that your plan? You know, Sydney, my darling, I really hadn't given thought to how I would fire it, but that's actually a really good plan. That wouldn't burn a boat down. They have so many precautions for putting out, you know, various small fires. If you wanted to burn a boat of this size, it would have to be you know, kerosene and lots of it. You need a lot of animal fat, about four to five bundles of it. We're Set not, it aflame, get some kindling, and then burning put it. A boat I'm down. saying I want to do 
that. Don't I'm not saying I'm that. I've just had experience with burning well, things. We could we could say this. Let me let me just clarify. The captain said they weren't necessarily leaving tonight. Exactly. That yes, he hasn't yes. seen her. That uh, that that he has to wait, and he's has enough money to wait in in harbor for days for whenever she decides to arrive. So we could go forward with our plans. And and when when we're ready to leave, hey, whatever happens in our wake as we're leaving, there you go. That's a plan. I like you, John. In this moment. In this moment. Wow. I don't know whether to be a I love how we're all just disregarding all the things we said about not screwing up a timeline. This is lovely. Yes, why don't we go kill the... Why, I, as she whispers, why do we go assassinate the Doge next? Or even the Pope? Oh. Well, he can be replaced. Don't tempt me, Abilene. I hate it when you talk sexy. Tease. So, <laughs> Markham comes back because he was delayed at the docks. Remember, he said he had to meet somebody in the morning, and then he was talking to this captain, and as you guys wandered off, they got involved in semen conversations and nautical things. So he was about 10 or 15 minutes behind you, and he comes through the door and he's like, well, <laughs> that was interesting. What What is so important about this ship? And you explained to him that it had some information for you or you have heard the name and, you know, a tale you were told. You, you diffuse his thoughts and kind of put him at ease that it's nothing because people got spooked back then by that kind of stuff. You know, oh, so I'm time a traveler. Now that, he's, now that Markham's at ease, yeah, I say... Um, so, Captain Markham, you know, just hypothetically speaking, what type of uh, flammable materials are readily available around a city like this? Um, Look, well, like besides birch tar, birch tar, for instance. Besides the stone, John, pretty much anything. I just want to put on record that Faye has turned away and she is just holding her temples like Jesus Christ. Well, I I'm not really talking about things same. that burn. Abilene I'm does more the about, same. Uh, I'm talking more about like accelerants. Oh, what's it? I guess that way. Abilene grabs John by the arm. Abilene grabs John by the arm and like whispers into his ear. Why are we asking him? Why are you asking This is an important question. So words are just words. So he says you're you're looking And yeah, for- and when there's a fire starting in the city, he'll point to us because we were asking about accelerants. That's Don't fine. just go asking people we'll be- these questions. Warping, warp speeding back to 1931. Actually, we don't know what warp is, do we? That's okay. I get the point. We'll be, we'll be hurrying ourselves back to 1931. So he looks at you and says, "Um, well, well uh, there's a multitude. Uh, there's Greek fire. There's tar. Um, alcohol burns. And, you know, there's this, uh, there's candle this, f- this famous material uh, that the uh, Eastern cultures are known for. You know, a flammable black powder. Have you uh, ever seen any of that around here in Venice? No, I don't, I don't think I have. They make, like, fireworks and wonderful, like, lights that blow up in the sky for shows and things like that. You're putting me what on. About, no, what about cannon, cannon powder? What about cannon powder? It's really quite something. Well, I mean, there's, to your point, Sid, there's cannon powder. I mean, it's, 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 it's volatile. It's, it's, it's definitely fire things. Good to know. Good to know. I think you'd be able to, uh, you know, use some money to find out information about where around the docks where some of that might be kept. Okay, now Sydney walks out of the room. Cannon powder? Yes. I love freaking out, Markham. (laughs) Oh, my God. I I can procure you many things. Uh, Hell, I can get you triplets, but (laughs) cannon powder. 
I, I, I don't know. I, I, I would, I would, it would need quite a large sum of cash even to start asking the question. Well, you know, it, if it's a large sum of cash, Catherine slowly realizing what is happening with affection puts her hand on John's shoulder. Let's table that for now. Markham, our obscure shopping spree could include many things, but another day, another day. Shall we? John, uh, John looks at Catherine and kind of smiles wryly and says, feel better? So much. <laughs> Were you not feeling he gives, well? He gives her a wink. <laughs> and he turns to he turns to Markham and he likes he goes, I love pulling your chain, Markham. Chain pulled, sir! So you don't need the cannon powder, is that what you're saying? No, no not at all. I was wondering where you were getting a cannon. But Well, I love to keep I do love to keep you on your toes, Markham. Well, that's that's fine, where, sir. Where you should where you should ever remain right there on your toes, ready for that gold. This is um I'm a captain, sir, and I I, 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 I don't mind working for a fair wage, but this is becoming a and little with our bit. We're going to be a captain again, sir. Hmm. So you I keep also... saying, sir. So you keep saying. Yes. 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 All right. So everybody's ready to. It's about. We'll say it's twelve thirty, one o'clock. Um, you're going to rent a boat. I take it this time, right? So that's fine. You get yourself a small something that floats. Gondolas are usually. More expensive type things for just traveling around the canal, but you get something that's worthy of the Laguna, a dinghy or some rowboat to go out for the harbor master. You pay him a couple of lira and he's you know, says that's fine. You have it for the day. And you're just going straight across right to Povegli and bro- I mean just paddling your way, right? That's the plan. Yeah, we, we have, have Davina, yeah. right? Yeah, no stopping to We have Mrs. Pearl's check with us. You have the box with you, and I'll say that you had made a quick stop and brought provisions for several days. Yeah, we have uh-huh. all our guns. Um, we have anything that we need. So um, maybe some candles for light, just in case okay. it gets dark. Some torch material. Yeah, some torch you material. Know what been we have handy right What's that? What? Tinder, cannon powder. Yeah! Oh, it would have been handy. I am I'm through with you and your damn cannon powder. I'm not giving can you a you torch imagine, to get Can you imagine these stupid undead little uh, little lackeys of his, how they'd react with cannon powder? <laughs> I, I'd actually, I would actually pay to see that. I Maybe believe it was the same way they reacted when you shot him in the head with yeah, cannon ex- powder. Except <laughs> they'd be like running around like a like a lit, you know, human candle. Mm. I think that's how we should kill Arturo is with nope. a cannon. All right, let's paddle. I'm going to... I'll lead the way. Could be done yes, if you can on, get him Faye, in front please, of Please, let's leave this madness behind. We, we hold him down and bury him in cannon powder and then light it. Well, oh, my God. There we go. So... We are fascinated by cannon powder. We are fascinated by cannon powder. All right, so Sid's at the at the, at the the sweeps, at the oar. Uh, the oars, and he's pulling out, making his way. You are... There are ships in the harbor. There are sailors... And within about 10 minutes, it's, Signore, Signore, no, 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 Signore, no. And they're everyone on the deck of the boats um, as you're passing, some coughing, other sailors, you know, they're screaming, stop. Like, you're pointing right at Puviglia and you're just pulling and you're heading that way. I mean, how you got to cross the whole lagoon. So people see you and they're getting concerned that, you're heading for the Plague Island, and they don't know why. 
So well, it's it's Laguna. It's a couple of miles away. So it's just so, a little over a mile. A mile. So it would be well that small. It may not even really be vaguely, you know, perceptible. So if we headed off in another direction, just to not, you know, catch the eye. Yeah, there's other islands around it. It's not yes, the island. Correct. So why don't so, we why don't we point towards one of those other islands? Yeah. And then as we get very close, we it's sort of still, one direction. It's look, it's still a harbor. You're still rowing in broad daylight, and eventually you're going to dock at Poveglia. Someone's gonna see you. This is I mean, you're taking the day approach to avoid the Il Famelico. That's fine. I'm I'm I mean that's great. But to say that you're going to be totally unobserved, including three well, women in a rowboat with provisions and sacks heading for the island of the plague that's not so let's 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 do this whatever the most populated you know uh, harbor and area of land is here there's there's other harbors abroad that are populated we we head in a in a different direction than Poveglia, so we're not going to get the attention of people here there were people headed there type of thing yeah, we and changed if somebody course. sees this in the harbor, you know, out, it's not like they had telephones or, no. you know, whatever. No, these people so, are under quarantine. They're not going to be able to tell anybody on land quickly, but there are people there that are seeing you. That's all I was pointing out. And they're going to be screaming, oh, don't approach the, the island. On the, on the island itself. Yeah. 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 I'm sorry. I right. thought you meant, we might I thought have you meant witness from other people that we were, you know, that were not on the island. No, there, there are boats at anchorages. Or, all over the harbor. That's all I was mm -hmm. saying. And at some point, you can't disguise the fact that you're rowing towards Boveglia. You can, yep. okay, I'm rolling towards Il Podino. Okay, but now I got to turn and I got to go to Boveglia. Somebody might see that. I mean, it's broad daylight. That's all I was pointing out. Right. Yeah. It's okay. not to screw with you and say you can't come back. It's simply for the dramatic of, and the fact that people would say, don't do that. You're not being driven there. Why are you going? You may not know that the island is plague, you know, and they're like trying to stop you, which would be a reaction, I would think. So that's all I that's all that was for. Um, we are in the rowboat and we have made our way into Poveglia. We are just coming up to the dock. So we'll pick it up as the boat comes sloshing up towards the dock at the northwestern northeastern, sorry, corner of the island. What are we doing, gang? So we're, we're pulling up to the dock is over by the, the fire pit and such then. Right here, yep. Yeah, so I wouldn't go there. I, is, I it, is there any the way of pulling up down to exactly where, where, her, where her house is? Well, that retaining wall is about 18 feet high. So you could come down, like, you can come down here in, like, maybe in this area. That's probably not as high by the what look about, of the picture. See, in the upper part of the canal, see the treed area of the upper part of the canal? That yeah, like there or a little further south. That looks like the ground just runs. Yeah, it's down pretty close. To, could we could we pull up somewhere in there? So you want to cut? Okay, so you're going to paddle your way around and then cut into the canal. Yeah, it just yes. it seems like the you know as near as we can get, and you know with all of us we'll pull the canal up onto the 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 uh, we'll pull the boat up onto the island, kind of ground it. Yep. Well, and it's much lower profile than than the dock where they're going to be coming to at dusk. Yep. We should also try to find something to camouflage the boat to. Excellent like... thinking, Faye. So, yeah, you cut your way in. There are, as you approach the island and you make your way into the canal itself, which bisects Poveglia into probably about, what, 60% of the island, and then the other side is about 40. As mm. you make your way into the canal, you do hear shouting and crying and 
often somewhat into this area, um, you can definitely hear, you know, the sounds of of people wailing and lamentations and panic and yeah. Is it directed at us or is it just no. like the general noise of the island? It's the noise of the island. Oh god, that's horrible. Yeah, it's the noise yeah. of the island. They really haven't by the look of the enclosure here, they're not even wandering far around. Most of them are sick. So they're dragged up into this area and uh left to die. The healthy ones have made their way over to this side and are basically doing everything they can not to, you know, be sick. But anybody caught in the waters swimming from the direction of Poveglia, it's not good. You're killed. I mean, they shoot you in the water with crossbows or guns, and then you're done, because you're not supposed to be on the goddamn island, you know, until you're better. And that takes 40 days around plague people, which most people aren't going to survive it. So... The only person who comes and goes to the island freely is Arturo, as you know, and that's at night. So it's now about two o'clock. Um, by the time you rented the boat, pull, paddled your way out here, the whole bit. And uh, yeah, you pull the boat up onto the island of uh, Poveglia itself, hide it amongst the trees, whatever you're going to do, hide the oars somewhere else so nobody can use them. And uh, you're now north of her house by just a couple acres. So it's a five minute walk. Let's make our way up there. All right. Who's got the, who's got the bottom? Um, yeah, Sid and, Sid and John are probably not, one handle not each. Say, not to say that the women aren't perfectly capable of carrying them. Oh, no. Oh, oh, we're, no. Wearing, we're wearing dresses and corsets. By all means, put the men to work. Well, that's a question, because now that you're on the island, would you have changed over into garb that's more appropriate for running? Maybe maybe after we meet with Noemi. Okay. Well, yeah, well, like um, when maybe we should put our bet foot fo- foot forward when we meet Noemi, you know? Uh, yeah, like and, and, um, and it's action time, we can get ready for action time. Okay. So, like we probably we probably have like a change of like men's clothing, which you know yeah. would have looked odd for us to wear out there. We'll Aveline, ch- like she has a an, an abode, we'll change in there. Yeah, Aveline, you were gonna well, say we, we have our peasant clothing, don't we? That's what I'm. So, that's what we're talking about. Is the peasant yeah. clothing? Yeah. 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 Are you okay with that plan, Aveline, or did you want to change earlier? Or- Aveline was going to say, I'm going to scout out the island and see if there's anything unusual or any sign of suspicious figures or peoples or anything like that, just to make sure that we get a sense of where we are. And if we need to make a quick escape, I know where to go if the boat is not an option. I don't know if we should split up right now. And It's, it's daylight. There's, no, there's nobody here. It's, yeah, there's lots of people here. They're all dying. So, yeah, Aveline, what what is what's your what's your thought and your goal? What are you looking? To, you're just trying to make sure you can account for the Il Familico. Is that what you're looking for, or you just want to scope out Noemi's house before approaching it? Lay of the land type of thing, right? Lay of the land. See if there's an alternative way off. With if the boat gets compromised and nobody else knows this she's trying to find the kids she's trying to get an excuse to find where they are so she can make a grab for them okay but she's like she's going under the guise of i'm gonna scout out the island make sure that there's nothing unusual or something that won't surprise us yep makes so perfect she's sense. Not being, it's not that big of an not, island so, so she's nothing not to compromise the mission at all you're not being forthright about the kids then speaking out of character no she okay. she's not because she knows how you all felt about it the first time so she's gonna Keep the mouth shut. But she is saying, honesty, honesty on her face. She's she is looking for alternative way off the island and making sure that everything's ship shape and shiny. But the kids is in the back of her mind. Like, if I can find them, I'll say I'm gonna get them out of here. 
Well, if that's John would just say that's crazy. This is an island filled with deathly sick people. It's the Black Plague, and ding, ding, ding. Our, our shots are our shots help us, but they're not a cure. Yes. No, and also speaking from somebody who has gotten uh, severely messed up from going off on her own, I don't suggest it. In all ca- in all fairness to Aveline, you have sent her on missions many times since your beating alone. That's well, her job. yeah, but that's, that's what she wants to do right now. Yeah, and absolutely. It's just I've... that this this you know, this this time it's filled with deathly sick people. Yeah, yeah like we know that there's you the can't only fight reason. A virus. Yeah, you can't punch a virus in the teeth. It's going to... There are... If you... This this is Catherine speaking to Aveline now. Mm-hmm. Aveline, mm-hmm. I know you're capable. You found he who shall not be named. And found him. And confronted him. And for that, you will always... And then you have the courtesy to tell me. You will always have a special place in my heart. Truly. And I know that my scene back at the... In the, in the docks wasn't um you weren't too fond of that and that's fine but um this i don't know how much you've read about plague there is a strain of this illness that if you get infected you will show no symptoms and will die in six hours this is not a cure she pulls out a vial this is not a cure this is a preventative i can't triple dose you to make this okay dead in six hours and if you come back you will infect us i don't feel comfortable us going into a place where we do not know the terrain the risks and the possible alternatives should things go south. Like, what if Arturo were to just show up? We can't just use the boat in the canal and walk through the island and broad... Because there's not a lot of tree coverage, as far as I can see on the one side. Is there? It's just like a... It's like an open ground... That's what I'm seeing. Aveline, if Arturo is here and we are not prepared for him, we're all dead. She's trying, in her mind, she's trying to be prepared for them. She's trying to make sure she has the lay of the land. I know that. And it's incredibly, it's, it's responsible from one perspective and incredibly irresponsible from another. We... If you didn't know about the kids, you're sure you would be voicing this level of concern if she wanted to scout the island a little bit? I'm a medical professional. Maybe not everybody else, but I'm I the medical I'm, ask, I'm, I'm asking the question. Well, 100%. Yeah. Well, I agree with the kids. And, and, That's why I've been keeping quiet. Because if she, didn't, if she hadn't told us that, then um, we probably would have let her go. Yeah. This island is notorious in 1931, where people don't want to set foot on it, that it is so infected, it is so verboten. It is, and this is where we are. And to John and, you know, Catherine, you're talking about it from a medical standpoint, but John and and Faye as well, being historians, you know, would, uh, it's very, very relevant. The the kids actually make it more understandable, but you, you know, you're not bringing up the kids. So it's like, you just want to go and go around Plague Central. John would be concerned about everybody and himself. Yeah, of course. She go. She kind of shakes her head and just clenches her fist. Like you see, something else is like triggering her. You're not sure what because I haven't told you about the children plan. It's like we can talk in circles for the next hour about this. But this, I feel strongly, I will be fine. I unfortunately, there is a risk. There was a risk coming back to this damn century. We could have gotten it over there, and we haven't shown symptoms yet. Over and she points to Ven- the mainland, Venice. 
I don't want us caught in a situation that we do not understand. And this is a way to relieve some of that. I look at her and I go, look, Ava, I know this is what you do. And you want to go and you want to scout to know that we're going to be safe. I've explored many unknown places throughout my career. And the number one rule, you don't go alone. Nobody scouts by themselves. I know that you go by yourself. I can go with you or one of us can accompany you if you want to go and take a look. But I don't think that you should go anywhere by yourself, at least not on an island like this where we know that the there are, we saw the plague doctors last night. Now, I don't know if they can come out during the day or what. I don't know if there are any traps along this island for plague victims that get away from the main parts. I don't know where the plague victims are even being held. I don't think you should go by yourself. Would that make everyone feel better if Faye went with me? No. From then, it's not about going. You see? It's not about going by yourself. It's about going traipsing around with the ultra sick. So sick that it's the most legendary. We're all you know, traipsing through the ultra sick. We're all traipsing through the ultra sick. I just happen to be going no, there's, along. There's, there's something called a calculated risk. And Aveline, you would know that better than any of us. What a calculated risk is. All right, then how about we just keep moving forward. We'll keep our you know eyes what? open. This is- I've said my piece. And what I've seen, what I've what I've experienced in the past is people are going to do what they want to do. So, Aveline, you do what you're going to do. I'll be the first one to put a bullet in your head when you exhibit these symptoms. Jonathan, it's my responsibility as her, medi- as her doctor to do it for her. Oh, you want to put the bullet in her head? Maybe we can roll dice for it. All right, Jesus. Okay, you know what? <clears throat> if Faye just kind of steps in between, she's like, all right, look, we're wasting time. Let's just keep going. We're all going to stick together. Aveline, you and I can keep our eyes peeled and we can look for things. Everybody can look for stuff so that we know what we're facing. But let's just get in the house, get to a safe location. We can change and we can worry about things from there. Okay, Aveline, go ahead and make me a stealth roll. Am I about to sneak off in this? I don't know. I mean, it may, tell, me, tell me what the roll is. If she rolls a critical failure, can Faye tackle her? If she rolls a critical failure, she's not going to get a, she would have no opportunity to move away. Stealth. Okay, I got a 35, and I have a 65 in stealth. I don't think that's a... I think that's just a regular success. It's a good success, but it's regular. Okay, so as everyone's walking, Mm -hmm. Aveline, they do keep dodging their eyes back at you, checking on you. You have a 35. I can make them roll opposed rolls to see if they see you sneak off, if this is... Or you just go, screw you, I'm walking away. But if you're trying to do it sneaky on the sly, you have a 35. They would have to have a better success than that to see you leave. Everybody rolls too damn good in this game. And if I try to sneak, they're going to like look at me like That is I'm your sneak. Crazy. Your sneak is that you have an opportunity. The best chance you see as you're walking is this, oop, there's a tree, and you duck behind it and you make your move. But everyone's been pretty aware of you. Now you got a success. You would just have to make, they would have to beat it. So right now, you, you made your number almost exactly at half. You're, all, you're like three points off. They would roll theirs. And if they roll a hard success, they beat you. But if they don't roll at least to half, even with a success, you would get away. That's how opposed worlds work. So they'd really have to spot hidden well. Not impossible. Go for it. You're, you're damned hell bent to get away. So yeah. everybody go ahead and make me a spot hidden. And let me see what you get. That's a 91 for John. He failed John, his. John failed. That's an 80. That's an 84 on me. Faye, no. 
That is a critical success. Catherine, what'd you get? 62. No. That is not a success. It is two points off a success. Here comes the question, because it was going to come to anybody who made it. Sid, you see your duck behind a tree, letting it go? I don't, I don't say anything. She gets away. Rest of you head to the house. So after a couple minutes more walking, everyone's like, son of a bitch. <laughs> she did it anyway. You are outside the estate, which is actually not a bad home, of Noemi. The building is two levels high. It's probably about 60 feet watt long, 25 feet wide. It's got multiple rooms. It's a decent house. It's nothing as grand as you would assume the Giovanni family would have, but she's an exile. There are dead in the courtyard. Um, there are sick camped close to the house. Uh, during the day, they, they wander, they fall, they die. Until the evening when the Il Familico can get them straightened up and cleaned up and to the fiery pits, it's where you fall, you fall. So you see a, maybe a dozen lying in various distances from her home, but they are there. Your approach from the side, you know, that borders right up at the lagoon, I'm sorry, to the canal, as you can see here. Obviously, there's nobody in the water, but around it, there is some people that are dead. Are um, we able to keep our distance from them? You would be able to, you know, walk around them and stay off. I mean... You're, you're a man of science. You're people from the 1930s. The air itself is only contagious to the point of them breathing or coughing or hacking. It's not like the air is evil. So as long as you don't go over and touch them or go near them, you're fine. We also all probably know to cover our mouths. Like yes. We probably have like kerchiefs that we're using. The house is there. Are you going in early or are you just going to sit by the water, you know, as close as you can to the water line and wait for the evening when she wakes up? I thought we were going to try to get in yeah. while we still have like daylight on our, on our side. Okay. That yeah, I thought we were going to get in and, and it, yeah. uh, just making sure that hasn't changed. That's fine. Yep. I'm good. That's, and we could always exit, the, we could always exit again, but I think we need to get that box inside the house. Okay. Yeah, and she's been fairly quiet. I mean, she hasn't said much since you've been here, but, you know, no big deal. The box is closed. You make your way to the house. You find, you know, the front entrance. There are a few people dead near the stairs, but it's still approachable. You get up. Uh, the door is unlocked. Uh, it's open. And you swing it open, and immediately you see two purple... I'm sorry, two black robes compressed down onto the floor, and the masks uh, also just sitting there on the floor as if they were just discarded and left. One on one side as you enter, one on the other of the foyer. Play doctor masks. Yeah. Guards. The full garb of a play doctor. So so it's just the crumpled clothing? Yeah. I kick like it. Left it there. Okay. Uh, they're gonna, they'll appear underneath them, I'm imagining. I bet you those are the guards that are going to be, that are used to keep Noemi yeah. inside. Mm-hmm. So that means that once nightfall probably hits, we can't get out of here until morning. At least not without being seen. Yeah, we could still get hunt hunted by them. Because so they're gonna do you smell put us. them outside? Do you move them? Oh, yeah. Is there a fireplace? Oh, yeah. uh, of course. It's not lit, but it's there's a fireplace. But there's some there's some matches and some wood, and we could why light a we, fire. Well, the undead do doesn't need it, John, but I'm sure you could get some wood from outside and in 20 minutes have a fire going. I mean, there's wood on the island. Why? But why do don't we just a... exactly mel said it why why start a fire why don't we just drown them well yeah, we just we could just fire throw stuff in the canal consume them yeah and i mean well the fire is gonna... mean fire's gonna what 
well, the fire, the smoke from this chimney is going to draw, you know, plague victims to us. Or, or be noticed on the mainland. Yeah. Because it's summertime, so who would be lighting a fire in the middle of the summer? I would bet you there is smoldering smoke coming off of this island as we speak. Oh, yeah. Oh, With fire shit, pits that right. large, they, there is always smoke coming off of this island. And there's okay. always smoke in Venice because of the cooking. And and okay. all I'm saying is fire is ultimate distraction. Throwing something in the water. So all right. Well, man, I mean, if you don't think water, it's a problem, I'm fine with either way. All right. Whichever. I was just, if, not a big deal. Who, if, if, who's if picking up the robes? People and have putting logs. Them in. It's easy to make, but oh, if I'm it's not, not whatever. I'm not touching the robe. Well, it was your plan to kick them. I was gonna kick them, not pick them up. I okay. want that known. <laughs> so no one's picking them up. All right, fine, I'll do it. Oh. Okay, you pick them up. The fire. You get a fire cooking. You don't see any other of the Ilfamilico in this room or anything, but you do go ahead and throw them in. Faye, make me a con roll. Oh, it should have been me. Yeah, miss. I'm only going to touch it. I run in. I stab myself in the face. I don't make it. That's an 86. Oh, my God. No. What's your con? My con's a 60. So, and my luck is at 45. So I'm not spending that much luck. Unless this is going to kill me. Unless you just got sick. We're burning an eye here for a reroll because you can't push a con check. There's no push. How... I did it safely. No, it's a con check. So someone's going to have to throw an eye to give her the the reroll. Take it. Okay, so how many eyes have been burned so far? Just two? No, I burned my eye, remember? That's right. So three are burned. Okay. I still have my eye. Which you can't use it for yourself. And Aveline has hers okay. that she so can't use for herself. I'm the, I'm the only one who can do it. Take it. Okay. It's a 48. Though, You're fine. So. Okay, so... And it wasn't because it wasn't because it had been just infected. If you remember, he was casting disease stuff on Sid earlier. You're picking up their actual garments. Yeah, that's a problem. So, but you get him into the fire. Aveline, over to you. So yep. you make your way. You sn you snuck off and you follow the the trail into that large opening. And you're standing in the woods and you're trying to be careful. You see probably. 80 to 90 people milling about, a bunch that are dead, probably anywhere between 15 and 20 on the ground dead. So another 80 to 90 people milling about, staying far away from the bodies. If Like one fell and all of a sudden everybody moves away. Your general assessment, Aveline, is that with the, the, the heat, the smells and the sewage and the situations inside this big open area that it's dangerous to be close. You scan for the kids. Go ahead and give me a spot hidden. I have a 75. This is a 53. So you notice, and you know us quickly, that there's no sign of them in the clearing. They may have run off to the woods. They may have had enough common sense, or their mother may have said to them, don't go near anyone. Hide. Do whatever you have to do. Don't come out. But somewhere, the children are, they're not in the clearing. Like, you make a scan, you do see one little toddler of about four, barely dressed, wandering around just crying for his mother, who's nowhere to be seen. But the young boy and girl who were taken last night, there's not a sign of them here. Uh, no sign, I go on to the next place then. Okay, where, so where's like, the next place to you? Just You're just going to try to circumvent this island? Pretty much, 
and again, I wasn't lying. I wanted to see, like, scout where yeah. we could possibly go to hide or move. So doing a full sweep is in my best interest so that I can help the group out later if should anything happen. You're able to sweep the island. Go ahead and give me um, spot hidden roll for over here in the woods in this area. You get make it this way. So you come around the island and you're going around. Basically, these again, these buildings were the uh, sanitarium or the uh, as- asylum that was built. So viewer, uh, listeners, it's an asylum that was built in the island, but it wasn't until the late 1800s. So what'd you roll? I'm sorry, Aveline. I got a 67, still a regular success, but it's... In the woods, you got a higher. regular success over there? Okay. Yep. Uh, they're not there either. So unfortunately, go ahead. Now you're down in this area. Mm-hmm. You're not seeing them. You do see some people. What'd you roll in the next one? 18. That's where you find them. Not far from the docks, hidden in the woods. So they ran away. They were able to make their way back this way. You don't know. Um, but you do hear them whispering, uh, hidden in these bushes. Uh, you see them there. Okay. Uh, they speak Italian and I don't. Correct. And they don't know who I am, so... Also correct. But you know where they're hiding. Yeah, I just have to get them to stay there, is the question. I approach as, quiet, as like quietly and surreptitiously as I can, just to like get closer to them, possibly hear things. They're whispering. Sure that it's the little them. boy's crying, the, little sis- the older sister's trying to keep her calm. I go up... And I greet them with like a bonjourno or a chow, like hi. Mm-hmm. Just I just and I take down my kerchief. Like, are they sick? Do they look sick? They don't appear to be sick. Okay, I need to show them that I'm not sick so they don't get scared. <laughs> so. Okay, they like, see you, but they also understand they've been living with this for several years. That you look okay at the moment, but you could drop. You could be sick. As Best as I can, I say, I am a friend, like, Amiko, and I do with a motion, like, motion, I can get you off the island, like, boat. I can get you home to your madre. They hear mother, okay. They appear healthy. Everything looks good. They, they, they don't show any sign or symptoms at this point. As long as and they... they've been here for over 24 hours. Uh, they have, no, they were here from the night before, so they've been here about 18 hours. Not even. Uh, 12, 2 o'clock, 2 p.m. Yeah, about 14 to 16 hours. But they came over on a boat filled with the sick and dying. So the chances of them being really good are slim, but it could happen. What do we have on our... Ah, I can't put them in the boat. Not if it gets grabbed. I was going to say, like, I could hide them in the boat. You could hide them near it. And I say as clearly as I can with hand gestures, come with me. I can take you home, point to the mainland, to Madre, your mother. Okay, so go ahead and give me a luck roll. 89, no, I failed. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they're not moving. They're very afraid of you. You have food. I put it near them. What, the food? And I go, yeah, I put it near them, like food, and I just put it down. I don't try to lure them. I just put it down next to them, like, you see, I trust me. Okay, and you step away? Yeah, I step back. Okay. They grab it. They eat it. Go ahead and make me another roll. Uh, just made it 59. I have, I still have full luck. I haven't used it. So you're at 60? I'm at 60. I just made it. The little girl finally starts rambling in Italian. 
and she and her brother come out from hiding and from the bushes. She points to her stomach and her mouth again, and you, you know you put another small thing of bread down. She gobbles that up with him. She makes sure he eats. And if you start walking backwards and motioning to them, they will follow you to the boat. All right, I definitely do that. I get them as close to the boat as I can. This whole thing takes you probably close to an hour. By the time you you, you found mm-hmm. them, you were search. Woods take a long time to search. So yeah, you in about an hour, you're able to make it your way back towards the house. Figure, you know, they got there, entered Noemi's at about 2.30 because they paddled over by 2. You get there about 4 o'clock. So the sun's not down okay. by any means, but it's definitely, you know, getting later in the day when you arrive. The rest of you, you have about an hour to do what you need to do before Aveline shows up. So what would be some of the things you were looking to either do, take on, whatever? Well, we obviously need to find a place to put uh, the lady in the box so that she's safely tucked away and it won't be easily found. But then we can bring Noemi to her yeah. once we gain her trust. Okay. So I, um, so I think we just made the choice to bring her with us. There's nowhere else to put her, right? There, it's a giant house, John. That's uh, a good yeah, size I'm house. Saying, He's saying just like, hide her in like a closet or something temporarily. Put her somewhere where she's safe and she's not going to be grabbed. Then we can go meet her and say, "I see what you know." Saying. As we gain her trust, listen, we've brought Davina Prochak uh, with us. Okay, yeah. So we have, we have her with us. Under the staircase Perfect. is a storage area. It it opens without any issue. It's just a small latch. You could set her there and tell her, you know, she'll be fine. We're you know, you can let her know where you are. Uh, it'd probably be a right. good idea. She's been without communication for 24 hours. But anyway, yeah, so you put her in there and you can just shut it over. And that way, while you're empty handed, when you meet Noemi, you can barter with her and say, we do have her. That's what you guys are trying to do. Well, and- the other thing, too, is that Davina had mentioned that Noemi does not know what happened to her. Exactly. Correct. And so to just bring her and say, like, well, but, she is. but a box sitting over in the corner is not going to control any attention because but whatever. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. No. No, he, in a box. <laughs> listen, he's, he took the precaution to hide it. I have no problem. It's just cool. hidden. But the, the, you said it, Sid. The, the, the most important point is we need to be very careful because I don't believe she knows her lover is a pile of skin in a box. No. Correct. So, and she may not be able to. She may be able to bring her back. She may not. I don't know. They have centuries to figure that out. I'm sure they'll figure something out. That's n- that is lovingly not my problem. <laughs> That's an SEP, someone else's problem. Okay, so, so warm, so fuzzy. I so, think we should also take this time to change, make sure that we have all of our supplies, get um, our torches ready to light. Obviously, not right now, but just have them at the ready so that when the sun does go down, we can light them. Well, I thought nobody just, wanted to change. Said, no, we weren't going to change. Right. We wanted to present ourselves. Oh, oh that's you know, right. If we're there as a bunch of shabby looking peasants, right. she's going to be like, yeah, what the? Just kidding. Okay, so just making sure we have all our ducks in a row. Absolutely. Like our, our guns are loaded. We have the torches 100%. ready to go. No problem. Have a light yeah. snack. <laughs> Quick afternoon Reminisce. Snack with the dead walking <laughs> around. Go no, for a constitutional. Is... So the situation <laughs> evolves that at about... 3.30, quarter to four, you're all sitting around, you've, you're in your clothes, you know, you're, you've got this fire, you know, it's not generously burning, but burning in the fireplace, things are going fine, and you hear the front door open. Okay. 
I'm sure Abilene's going to have been the source of the conversation for the past hour as we sat around eating and oh. shooting the shit. Oh, yeah. No, debating on who's going to hold her while somebody else punches when she eventually returns. Right. Well, I'm not holding her. I'm keeping her a freaking oh, yeah. 12 foot distance from me. Are you kidding me? Okay, <laughs> then I'm going to. I'm... Clay Queen can take a different boat home. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm currently rummaging through my stuff looking for things that I can throw at her from a safe. There you uh, go. Okay. There you go. So, Faye. You have the highest dexterity, the highest of the team. When you hear the front door open, you're the first one. You know, Haveline, where have you been? Help oh yeah, no. Me. <coughs> Help me. I'll um, I'll shoot I'll, it. Shoot I'll, it. I'll go. Is it Abilene? No. Oh, shoot God. it. I just kind of turned to everybody and I go, 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 and I'm like kind of motioning for us to go to like a different room in the back. This person, this man, who's in his late 20s, but looks to be about 75, from the cadaverous visage of him, is has spittle on his face that's red-flecked, and he's standing in the doorway hobbling, like, help me! <laughs> he's not very he's not very ambulatory, right? He's, uh, he's not like... going to make a massive sudden jump, but he's coming in. And make well, a loud noise that's going to... She's asleep. Do you, we do? you gotta shoot him. Well, All is right. there like I'm a broom or something oh, in the room? I'm gonna do yeah. it. A long stick to push him out the door with? Oh, he doesn't have the strength to fight you. You could shove him out if you needed to. No, no, no. A br- I said, is there a broom? Uh, I, a I mean, yeah, you could a, a you yeah. could shove him out. Yeah, absolutely. I have to pull her gun out and shoots. Okay, fire Six. the shot. Six. You hit him. He had no, he had like four hit points. So he, your plus three, I think is enough to do it. You shoot him and he staggers and falls. He's dead. No now one. blood's all over there. There is no blood on the floor. Touch mm-hmm. him. Wonderful. Right. So, 20 minutes later, Aveline, you approach the house, the door is open, and there is a body in the main doorway. So, the approach is going to have to come from another a window, or you can yell in. What would you like to do? I have to go in through a window, because I don't want to yell on this. I don't want to yell at them. Okay. Yeah, you were far enough away 15 minutes ago where the sound didn't go very far. I mean, it was in the house it was loud, and the door was open, there was a small echo, but... The repeat didn't go all over the island or anything. So, yeah, you you see the body like, ooh. You go around, you open the window. You don't announce your presence to us, though? I don't want to yell and possibly awaken something or alert other plague people. Like, hey, there's new voices. Let's make friends. This time, the group hears a window open in an adjacent room. And looking over... I pull my gun. Yeah, I would... (laughs) Right. Guns out. Yeah. <laughs> this time and I start stalking towards. I start talk, stalking towards the room. But it is your companion trying to get in the window, in full skirts. Where the hell have you been? Do you have? What I holster my of, weapon and walk out of the room. What part of? Don't split up from the group. It's not a good idea. We're in Plague Central. Do you not understand? I know two other languages. Do you need me to tell you that in those two other languages? I cannot believe it. You know what? Actually, Good. Yeah. I hope you struggle. Please. In your full skirts. I hope you struggle. I don't care. I found out where not to go on the island, and... I bet you did. I had to do, I had to do some other th- things while I was here. Mm-hmm. Oh, wonderful. More secrets. That's did you great. you get near anybody? Hopefully um, you're not dying. I guess we'll I, find that out in a day or so. Keeper, I made the idea roll. Catherine's not speaking to Aveline, except to say, Come here. Now. Okay, she goes. She 
injects her way more harshly than she needs to. You should probably hit everybody at this point anyway. So we'll say that during the prepping for the evening, you would have done that anyway. Um, Which Well, now that we had Mr. Basically a zombie and Miss Runaround. Right. No, everybody gets a dose. As long as you don't get hit with blood or ingest it on you or it gets to you, this, you are you have enough antibiotics to fight the vi- the infection. You should be okay. However, were you to drag bodies like John, like Scott was saying, blood handle that material? No, you're probably putting yourself at risk. That's not enough. But what you have is very is yes. resistant to it. We do have a small problem. Go ahead. There is now a body in the doorway. Yeah. And Il Familico might be wandering around and see a body in the doorway, and two of their bros not there. When you shoot somebody in the head, yes, blood droplets fly everywhere. Oh, it's a mess. Very big distances, too. Like, onto your face, 10 feet away. <laughs> you know? it, it, it's, it should be something that we should be careful of in the future. I've reacted poorly, and I was, I was scared. I wanted to keep everyone safe. Wait, that was you? Yes, I shot him in the head. Says the pot to the kettle. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was one I was that, guy I was in. I was just saying that was I thought he just died. I thought he just dropped dead. Mm, no. No, his um his condition you shot him. Yeah, his his condition became a severe became. case of lead poisoning. So, the group has conversations. I'm sure there's chiding rebukes back and forth. Uh do we want to play all that out or move up to dusk? I can play no, John's out fast. He's pouting. All I'll say is I didn't touch anyone. <laughs> uh huh. Oh. I touched no. That's yeah, great. That's All right, good. whatever. You better sit down and stay in my line of sight, or I swear to God, as soon as we find out, as soon as we're back in 1931, and we know that none of us have plague, I'm kicking your ass. Was it? Let's weren't you the up. same? Ow, ow. Wait a minute. Weren't you the same one who said I'll go with you? Yeah, but that was to keep an eye on her to make sure that she didn't go anywhere bad. Or, like, near a lot of people. You mean the island we're on? <laughs> yeah. This is... Well, this whole thing is bad. And we should have just all stayed together. We should have locked the door. We can't control that now. It's done is done. Yeah. yeah. You know, John. John's sulking over in the corner, and then he just can't. He's like, we've come together under extraordinary circumstances, and we've decided to try to do this thing. We have a certain amount of responsibility to each other. We can't keep acting so rashly. When something was- strikes our fancy as an individual, off we go. This wasn't a fancy, John. This it was, was a personal thought without without consideration of the rest of the group. It's exactly what it was. I was something consider- that directly it was endangered the rest of the group. An escape route. You could I was still be endangering us right now. I had to do something because all of you were going to sit idly by while children were going to die. Okay, no, there you go. Hold up. That's the line. And so now everybody that. knows no psych rolls needed. She definitely went after the kids. So Catherine, Catherine screams and is there a table? She flips the table. Okay. We have Faye? to move past this. But to the yeah. point, the team, there is a team goal and there are individual goals. And in the future, the, the conversations have to be had about which is the motivator for that moment. Everybody is going to always have, um, especially as the story unfolds, there's going to be moments when it's super important for Sid to get something done, or it's vitally important that Catherine finds an answer to something, or, you know, John has a a recollection from a moment that he has to pursue in the library. There's always going to be times when those things occur. They should be done safely. 
And I think that's the point. So let's let's just table that the conversation went very aggressive. And that's fine. It, and the RP of it was great. But at the moment, we have the sun about to go down and a very old vampire. Well, old. Not very old. An old vampire about to walk down the steps and be like, and who the fuck are you? <laughs> and why are you screaming in my living yeah. room? Is there something that I'm... Oh, snacks? I didn't know I was... I was ordering in tonight. <laughs> so, oh, so, I mean, yeah, let's, let's. we also have to remember, you're the first good blood she's seen in a while. She normally gets, like, the guy you shot in the, in the doorway. So, we'll, we'll, we'll deal with that as we have to. So, Aveline, you get the feeling, the sense that some people are very concerned about the illness. And that th- those thoughts ring through your head. Everybody's, the, you know, that it rings true that the mission is vitally important. And sometimes we have to look at that. So... All of it, you know, as the sun starts to set, the fireplace is a nice thing to have. Candles have been lit. And very fortunately for the two of you, there are no Il Familico standing at the doorway. That was a good move. You move them. Risky, but good. And you do hear a door at the top of the stairs, somewhere in the hallway upstairs. Open up and soft footfalls come around. And a light onto the stairs and stop when they see the fireplace is burning. Somebody mm. stops on the staircase. Fireplace is burning. Lights are on. And you, sh- you just hear, who is it? Who's here? In Italian. Well, Noodle. Can who I speaks try close in, to Italian? Can I okay. try in Spanish? Yep. Do you want me to make a roll for this? or can What's I your Spanish? My Spanish is a 40. Here we go. It's a different language. And you're trying to really convey it. I got a six. Whatever. Oh, <laughs> Whatever yeah. she needs. <laughs> She rolled a look, six. Jesus. Look, I needed I, I, that after failing my first con roll. That's and fine. Getting up. So you you say something. What do you say in, in Spanish that she will be able to put together? Because, again, she lives in Venice. It is a port city. She lives near Venice. But, yes, she's educated. So she knows some Spanish from Spain. So go ahead. Oh, God, what do I say? Who is it? Say. Who's in my home? Am I speaking with Noemi Giovanni? See. Si. You are speaking to Noemi. My name is Faye Dawson. I'm here with associates. I'm here to speak with you about urgent matters. She makes her way down the stairs and... Are you all in the same room together, although albeit social distancing? Is that what I'm getting? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay, so everyone's in the living room by the fireplace. She stands at the top of the stairs. Gorgeous. Beautiful woman. Um, very Italian looking. Not very tall. 5'2". Pretty, just just like her portrait that hung in the the uh, the house in 1931 that you saw. Sydney instantly uh, quaffs his mustache and fixes his hair. Oh my god! Well, there you go. So Sid, Sid does a quick preening, I believe we call that, and uh, <laughs> she stops and looks at you and says, "Did my brother send you? So generous. It's a rare moment that he shows me any compassion." And she takes two more steps down. Her gait. Oh. Fuck her, me. Her gait appears panther-like. Like food slinking as she starts to make her way down the stairs. I pull my gun and I shoot it in the air through the ceiling. Oh, no. No, no more bullets. No. I okay. want, oh, she needs to be clear. We're what, not food. What happened to the guy who's talking about us acting as a fucking group? <laughs> well, there you Where go. did he go? <laughs> there you go. Where did he go? <laughs> Shot goes off. He's sitting over here opining that, and he's like, fuck it. I (laughs) hope not. That's what happened. He sees her looking at us as, like, food, 
So the best thing to do is to convey the message, we are not food. Faye immediately jumps, puts her hand back. <laughs> she, no. <laughs> what the fuck? Everybody kind of. Do we get a reaction from her? Oh, yeah. She stops. It's like, she looks bedazzled, confused. Yeah. Faye puts her hand out, like, towards John, but not taking her eyes off of Noemi. She doesn't want to take her eyes off. And she goes, John, don't. And then she reverts It's already done. Yeah. Well, it's saying, like, don't do it it anymore. Chill out. I don't need to. The message has been conveyed. She's not watching it anymore. She's got to know we're not food. Clearly, she sees we're food. Well, she, she said that, that Arturo sends you. How kind of him! <laughs> I go. Arturo sends him f- and sends her food. Hello. Art- she thought we were food. Yeah, I get that. Faye, I'm Faye, sorry. Do you speak food. Spanish? Do you want to? Do you want to go through this? Go ahead, Faye. Faye, yeah. tell her. Faye, say this. Mm-hmm. Arturo did not send us. We would never associate with him. In fact, except like, he did we, kind of send like, us. No, we despise <laughs> Enough, him. Do. We despise I'm- him. In fact, we would like you know just something like that. We we hate okay. Arturo. Okay. We are in no way aligned with him. I go to say no. Arturo did not send us. However, we do know of your brother, and and all the horrible things he's done. She looks at Catherine, yelling in English. Looks back at Faye. She doesn't know what you're saying, but she's like. <laughs> I say my companion said, and all of the horrible things that he's done. We know that he's not a good person, and we know that he locked you here, and we know that he took away things that are precious to you. We're hoping to work with you to help take him down because he poses a threat to us as well. Teller of the woman that sent us here. Hugh, you are here to help me against Arturo. And we're hoping that you can help us as well. And how could I possibly help you? She takes another step down, but not the way she was before. She's moving in, but not that slinky... Yeah, not like... I'm gonna kill five people type look, yeah. You have an item that we've been searching for, and then I give the name. We need it. You have it. You have a need that you also need to be fulfilled. We're hoping that we can help each other out so we can all get what we want. How do you know of my needs? What could you possibly know of my needs? Who are you people? She looks around at everybody in the room and marks you clearly... You know, examining your faces. Like, where do you, how did you get here if not with Arturo? She looks at the, the outside light and shakes her head. Answer me! Is this when I drop Davina? Is this what? I'm no, tell her. I'm asking her. Oh, so did... you, need to, you need to butter her up. <laughs> We're here to free her from the, from the bonds that Arturo has put her under. That's, that's what, that's the, that's, she's, she's a prisoner. We're here to set her free. Yeah, exactly. So that's, that's, that's first and foremost. But right now, she's asking who sent us. So that's why I just am saying, like, is this where I should tell her that? Well, you control Davina? the conversation. Yes, yes. yes. Tell, her, tell her that we were sent by a friend of hers. Tell her who we were sent by. Well, we don't want to lie. Yeah. Well, we're not lying, are we? Davina we sent, by... sent us back here. No, but I and think Sid's here. saying to play it that Davina sent you, in quotes. That's what I'm saying, Is that what yeah. you're trying to say, Sid? redirect us so, to the start. That's kind of cheeky. Well... You know, thank you. I, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, how do you just decide how you want to play it, yeah. guys? It's your it's That's your answer I'm... as a team. Just come up with it. Anybody's input? I think we I think we tell her that we were we were uh, that help Davina in the future helped us find her in the past. 
and that by finding her, we're going to try to help free her so that then she can free Davina of the curse that Arturo has inflicted upon her. Sounds good? Like that? I mean, at this point, I don't want to get eaten, so... That's I'm, that's done. The eating part okay. isn't there yet unless she doesn't believe yeah. you or becomes yeah. an enemy. A couple bullets. I mean, yeah. We, yeah, we have enough bullets between the two of us. We could at least slow her down. Yeah. Probably, yeah. We could take out yeah. her legs. Okay. Yeah, but what's your slowest one at her. What you're slow. saying, Sid, and, and this is, I just want to clarify for everybody. What you're saying is you're opening with your dead girlfriend from the future sent us to the past and we're here to help the two of you or you. That's the oh, that's how you want to lead into that conversation. I have, no, no, I have a crazy way. idea. Maybe it's bad. This so, is maybe, honestly, speak because... It. It's an idea. We're not doing it. Let's hear it. Yeah. Why don't we just tell her the truth? Not, maybe the, not what I just said? Not the future part, but literally, like, Arturo, he wants to kill you. We don't want to work with this guy. He's a piece of shit. He, he's done terrible things. He's doing terrible things in Venice. He's locked you up. Davina's in a box. Help us, like, get this book. And also, like, well, take this guy down. We can do that, but then we have to give her the letter. So no. we can say that. We can we have, say that. We have the lady in the box. We don't have to give her the letter. The, the truth is what I said we should do earlier. Absolutely. You're right. Yeah. Catherine is 100% correct. So I, I, and and I like I that plan can, the most. I think yeah, we can too. get by with, you know, with confirmation of story. Mm-hmm. After you spill the beans, this is why we're here. This is all the stuff. We try to kindly tell her about the status and state of her, you know, dear loved one. And then oh, we reunite the two of them for the moment. We hold back on that for the moment. Well, but that's it. We, we said this last session. I mean, two sessions ago. Right. It's either the letter or the lady in the box. The, those well, are the two confirmations she's going to have. We don't want to give right. her the letter. We want to save the letter for Arturo. Right, we're only going to use the letter if we 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 have to. We could present the letter and say, this is... You could just present it and be like, this is... she's going to open that friggin' letter. And then she's going to say, let me open it, and then she's going to get suspicious when we say, well, we'd rather not. So, the way you do that... So, the idea, we're going to narrow the... You know, just boil it so Faye knows what to say. You're not saying you're from the future yet. All you're saying is, Arturo has plans against you. We're here to help you. We know he's done terrible things. And we can prove that we're honest. We can prove, you know, whatever it is, get her calm, try to make her believe you, and then no, present the lady. We can prove our good faith. We can prove our Something good Something like that. Is that speak back then. Is everybody a thumbs up on that? Is that kind of where yes. we wanted to be? That is exactly what I would say. Okay. So then I go, we know that Arturo is a terrible person, and we know that he, he's locked you here. He has awful plans. And we're coming here on our own goodwill. And we have ways to prove that we are trying to help you. She's got the general gist across. Yeah. Basically, you know, Arturo not only has put her here, but Arturo also has plans to do away with her, to do horrible things to get her out of the way. That we have learned of these things and that we have come of our own free will to help her to not only pay back her brother, uh, but free free herself from these bonds. And we have, uh, we've come of good faith, which we can prove. My brother would never risk attacking me. If you know of a family, if you know the things that you say you know, the council would never allow it. I have been exiled, as is true, but 
He has no he has no right to att- to take me. I am Noemi. He does not have that right. She steps I, down two more steps. She's about eight from the floor now. Which is why we're here. She looks over to Schooly. Faye interprets it. She asks and says, The council is gone? The, the family is broken? I think Arturo's plan is to send us from the future to do the dirty business that doesn't come back on him. Yeah, um, you're going to want to leave, leave the future part out. I, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. Arturo's plan, he thinks, is to send us to do his dirty business that does not that doesn't wash back on him and therefore keeps him clean with your counsel. But what Arturo is not aware of is that our deep disdain for him. And the only thing we wish to do is to help someone, you, to help us to take him down. She looks up at the hole in the ceiling and looks I back say, down at you. <laughs> and, and I say, just as it worked for him, it will work for you. No blowback from your counsel. You five think you can kill my brother. You truly believe this? Did you hear that ungodly noise that I emitted just a few minutes ago? Something like you had never heard before come from someone's hand? Have you heard that before? Have you seen damage like that come before? Not from something so small or fast. All five of us are capable of doing that at will. And trust me, they will tear flesh of any type apart. What do you wish from me? I was going to say, tell her that we wish to show her our good faith first. Yep, that was the that was the next part of it, I think. Yeah, I agree. We need to build the relationship at this point. We want to make clear, we don't consider you just a tool for us. We have seen the pain that Arturo can cause others. Pain that, that he causes for his simple amusement and pleasure the disgusting nature of it. Everybody but John and Faye give me spot hidden rolls. You can keep talking. We have become aware of a heinous, evil misdeed of your brothers. And we um, have tried to, and we feel we have been somewhat successful in trying to right this wrong. And this wrong has to do with your lover, Davina Prolchek. How dare you speak her name to me? Uh, we speak her name with goodwill. Tell her we speak her name with goodwill. We actually, in some way, bring better tidings. Your your lover was a prisoner of our tourists. I tap, mm-hmm. I tap, um, because we're not acting rashly anymore. I, I, the who is next to me? The, we're all the, six feet apart. The nearest person. Let's call it John, because he's talking. Window. And then I say to Faye, please translate this. There's an ill familico looking in the window, madam. She looks over at it. See, there are many on the island. Do they have any power to come in here? They can. They are meant to keep me here, bind me here. I was the first to create the ill familico, but my brother has been able to thwart my powers and He's multiplied their ranks greatly. They now work against me. That one is always somewhere watching. Is there Um, any danger of him coming inside? At times he comes in, but she takes a few more steps, cautiously watching the five of you. She sees... Now, clarify for me. The body is 
was moved with a broom outside, correct? That yes. was the intent. That was the intent. Yes. Okay. So yes. the door so is now could... shut over, but and locked and latched as best as. Yes. So she she steps down, sees it's latched, and said, "That is the best we can do. If he wishes to come in, he will. He could come through that, but I think he's perplexed why you are here, and I am standing here talking to you. They are not entirely of the mind. intelligent. Not the best sentient. Sentient." They Perhaps. have free will, but they don't move and react. They, it's like they're, they have a program of things that they do. And one is don't let her leave the island. So right now, she, he's just like, there's people in there. He's just noting what's going on. He doesn't seem like he's reporting it to anybody. You're not getting that kind of thing. But he is definitely watching. So as Faye and I are talking to her, people should definitely keep an eye on the Yeah, ladies. absolutely. I ask the lovely Faye to translate... Mm-hmm. Um, Lady Noemi, is there a room in your home with less windows? Is there a place we could all sit, perhaps, so we're not standing around potentially drawing its attention further? If we move from here, he may just come in. Okay. No, that's... You would know better than I, so thank you. We'll stay here so they don't think that Great. we're bothered by them, because if we show that we're bothered, then they're going to make more of an effort. I'm very bothered, but I'm also okay with this plan. I am too. Wonderful. We'll, we'll be brave. Sid? Um, I think we need to mention the curse that her friend is under and right. bring bring about in a uh, controlled way the situation she is in um, so that we at least freed her from her bonds, but that she will need help uh, hopefully escaping this curse. Yeah, I'll say was... that none of us, this is how we discovered her. I say where we discovered her from information that we had gathered from Arturo. And I say that we don't know how long she's been like this, and we don't know how to free her. What do you mean, how um, long? She's dead. Are you telling me Davina is not dead? She's no. alive, but not alive. She is in the in between. She's in between, which is terrible. I think and it's something that Noemi might have to see for herself. We better brace her for this before showing her, because I think we were all pretty freaked out the first time. Catherine. Catherine says this to the group in English, obviously in English, quietly. Perhaps we should, in a rare moment of humanity, Catherine asks the group, should we ask? Davina if she wants to be seen or should we just have her speak this may be like this is horrible for both of them perhaps we ask so you're going to make your way over to the stairs and whisper into the box I'm just asking that's okay yeah. we, sh- we should have done this before but like it's we didn't yeah I don't know yeah, if I think we better prep her first before we wander over to a box and start talking to it yeah one will be turning our back to her dangerous very dangerous given her panther steps. Oh, she's a hunter. She's a vampire. Right. And and um, and and then number two, this is someone that she loved, that she thinks is dead, and that's bad enough. We've just told her she's not really dead. She's kind of dead. She's an, So she's a necromancer from the Giovanni. She's picturing a something rotting is cadaverous moving around. She's already getting a bad picture. You're standing in front of her. She's panicking. 
no idea that it's as bad as it is, but she's like, what has he done? So now she's getting angry about All right, her. So I, I sort of, I sort of, uh, I sort of bow in front of her and, and I tell her to say like, lady, it is bad. And I, and I say, please, you know, please translate for me. It, it, it is bad. Are you sure you want to see? She is sentient, but it is beyond, it is beyond what? How, how can I see? Well, she's here? Y- yes, we, we have brought her, we have brought her to you as, as a sign of good faith to free her in hopes that you may also be able to free her. You, it, you're not sure why, how, what it is, but her voice goes from regal, fluid, beautiful Italian to this sound that just sets your hackles on edge as she goes, show her to me. And you, nails have gotten long, face has gotten sallower. She's looking like she is ready to tear something apart. She wants to know what's going on. You didn't do anything I, wrong. Uh, you just set off that instinct. Right, of, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I think we should just... All right, so I'll Catherine, go towards the, the closet. Catherine, as someone who has worn Davina, as someone who has lost a lover and then had them brought back to me in a surreptitious, disgusting, horrible way, feels compelled to be the one to open the door and show to pull no the evidence. box out yes okay and i have Faye explain that to noemi okay I'm so, not- so you make your way over to the stairs that's fine and yeah. you open this small cabinet door shaped like the harry potter door which really wouldn't fit a coffin and you drag out this small box and she's like what she's she's in there the box trembles. I just warn Noemi again to brace herself and just remind her again that this is what Arturo did. We had no part in this. The only part that we had is that we're bringing her, we're reuniting her with Davina now. Who is anywhere near Catherine as she steps behind and lifts the lid? Anybody in front of Noemi between her and the box? No, I would have probably gone to help her pull the box up, but I wouldn't be stupid enough to have my back to her. Or and facing between her, so. her. Or between her and the box. Right? I would just be... Faye would be next well, to Catherine. How about with her reaction so violent and dark and frankly frightening turning into a monster in front of her eyes? Yeah. That yeah, uh, I would have backed off. Yeah, that's fine. I, that's <laughs> evil. That's I can, monsters. Right. I would have backed off as she's focused on it and just been watching... Aveline, no you ba- you backing away as well? I've I've been in the corner, just watching this situation. And if and after Catherine notified the window, I have my eye on that too. So whatever. Okay, so you're kind of keeping an eye on on the Ilfamilico at the window. And obviously, mm-hmm. my gun's still in my hand. Everybody's probably yeah, with a gun well within quick reach. Yours is physically in your hand. Yeah, no problem. Catherine, so you pull the trunk out. She's like, she's in there now. Your hands are on the trunk. Do you open it? I ask, through Faye, I ask, Noemi, I am deeply sorry. This, we've said, this is horrible. Open Do you it. want me? All open right. it. I open the box. Open the damn box. I open the box. You hear 
Oh, Emmy. Scream of the most unholy thing you've ever... The most pitiful, vile, the emotion. You haven't felt anguish pour from a creature in this just tidal wave of agony and grief and pain. She falls to her knees. Tears of blood start staining her face and her clothes as she's just howling like a like an animal. All of you are like, what the hell? Everybody make a sanity check for me. Critical fail. Ba-boom. I also failed. 24. I failed by three. Okay. I got an 81. All right. So I make it. I make it easily. Uh, everybody loses two points of sanity. That failed it. Uh, Aveline, you're the first. You're, you're like, you were in the corner pretty much focused. You heard the scream go off. You shuddered for a second, but you see the Il Familico go like this. Look in, turn, and start floating away from the window. She's howling. She's just, and you hear, no, Emmy, no, no, Emmy, please stop. Ah! And we'll end it there tonight. I want to thank my players. It's been an intense episode, but they they pull it off so amazingly well because they just, they RP the hell out of it. They bring it into real life and make it feel so, so authentic. So thank you, all of you. You're the best. So thank you very much uh, from all of us here at the Bardic College. Like always, please like, share, and subscribe to all that stuff that Faye talks about. And until next time, we'll see you later from uh, the Cthulhu and Cairo family. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode of Cthulhu in Cairo. You can like, share, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. The music you're listening to is Return of the Mummy by the great Kevin McLeod. Join us next time to see where our intrepid explorers find themselves next.